The following presentation does not represent Australian opinion or intellect. Fake news, folks. Fake news. I'm so sick. me outside. Are you Muslim? Yeah. He should have been slapped as a child. He's a spoiled freak rat. He's probably being treated like a prince. I'm not a I burned everything I've got. You also had people that were. Uh, I think you're good. Very fun. We're good. We are. Actually, I'm very impressed now. See, I fixed a problem. That's audio engineering 101. Where the fuck is my paper? What paper, man? I never have. <laughs> I, never, I never have paper. And I never have my pen. I know I just knocked one of my pens down. And I've usually got everything fucking set up. Should I have brought notes? I don't know. Do you feel like you need them? Yep. <laughs> well, you should have been prepared. What do you mean to tell you? Nah. Nah. How do you feel? Good, man. Mm. Comfortable. Relaxed. Good. What do you reckon of the, uh, the new joint? Um, <laughs> it's what I expected, really. I mean... What? I, I just can't believe I'm here, you know. I've... Been listening to this podcast for three years. Yeah, this is season number three. Fuck, you believe it? Actually, I remember. I remember once I was at Oaks with uh, with Nick, man. We're having coffee, and you rocked up. Mm. I had a bunch of boys. I remember from work. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you rocked up. I'm like, hey, okay, he's a fan. Okay, he's a fan. That would have been sort of in the first six months. Yeah, because you had a go at me. Do you know what it was? <laughs> actually, I'm loving this fucking this stand now, man. I can actually lean back. Yeah. Um, I remember you had a go, a go at me. Fuck, when was it? Maybe six months in, a year in. I can't remember. Something happened. Maybe like we hadn't done an episode in a couple of weeks. I can't remember what it was. But like I saw you and you cracked it. And you're like, you got to fill me in. I'm like, why? <laughs> okay, there's nothing to fill you in. Nah, nah, nah. I've been a loyal listener from the start, yeah. from the drop. I deserve to know. Okay, there's nothing to know, man. Like, we've been busy or whatever. You, you refused to hear it. You, you said there was more. Yeah, man. It's uh, I guess I've seen the podcast grow and change and here we are you know are you serious you that you find it that unnerving what do you mean because like, like to me this is nothing this is like it's just me and you having like an ugly lesson it is yeah well, we're gonna talk about the same shit that we mm. usually do anyway but yeah i know but it's just funny because like you actually have this glint of nervousness in your eyes i've never seen it usually you're the cockiest little cunt i know man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what's funny you're actually wearing Actually, this is a great moment, man, because you're wearing one of your company's hoodies, yeah? Yeah. yeah what am I wearing? <laughs> fucking uh, Clayton. Yeah, man, one of my company's fucking hoodies, man. Looks That's good. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've, you've been uh, telling me about that venture, too. It looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that is actually hilarious. I just noticed it now. We're both repping the mm. brands that we've started, and they've probably they've both started in the time that we've actually been mates. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. That's actually really strange. What does that tell you? What does that say about self-promotion or belief? That's oh, good, man. Just believe in your own brand and yeah. wear your own shit. All and, right. Yeah. We probably should give a heads up. Um, yeah. Today we have... What, what should we call you? Let it know for you. Uh, <laughs> I feel like giving you, you one, of the, <laughs> one of the suckler mutter names I fucking throw You've out. had a lot of names for me in the past. Have I? Um, I know uh, at my birthday I called you... Um, I said you're the new rookie. Mm. Because the rookie was going to step up to a prospect or first sarge or some shit. Yeah. Yes. So I call you the rookie? I don't know, man. That's weird. Up to you, man. What do you got me saved in your phone these days? You know what you're in my phone as? Nathan Lamar. <laughs> You've been Nathan Lamar literally since I got your number. I don't know why, but... Why? I'll tell you, because all you used to do was talk about Kendrick Lamar. No, I didn't. Yeah, you, you were making it out like he was the saviour of hip-hop and that was the end of it. 
Uh, I'm serious. Say so. No, no, no. Do you know why? What are you staring at? The uh, screen. Just the tracks. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, do you know what it is? This this notebook, I haven't actually updated the uh, playlist in Yonks. Yeah. Yeah, I literally hadn't turned it on until about a week ago when I was testing shit out in here to see if I could get it to work. Mm. At least it worked. Dude, think about it. How old were you in 2013? 21. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 21. We started We started talking when you were 21. That's when I started going to the gym in Oakley. Yeah. Because I saw you. I remember seeing you at my sister's wedding. Yeah, it would have been. Like, yeah. A couple, years, a couple months earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I saw you, but I only said a couple words to you. You were sitting down at that table <laughs> and I was trying to set you up with that bird that was sitting next to you. Who was Who? it again? Um, I think it was his niece. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck. That's what I remember. Because you were quiet. Like, I saw you, I spotted you, I said a few words to you, but I was pretty flying. Yeah, and then I, uh, yeah, we, we sort of bumped into each other at the gym a couple times, and yeah, I go, fuck, I know this guy. You all know, you I've kept talking around. about was Kendrick Lamar. Nah, man. Yeah, because I, I said he was shit. I still, uh, why would I, 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 I? I'm not a fan, man. I'm, I'm I don't know. You were sitting in that car park in your um your Ford, and you were cranking like tunes out. I'm like, yeah, I know these tracks, man. Look, unless it was the time, uh, look, that was probably around 2013. That was 2013. That's when I was going to Oakley Gym, and I was going. Uh, it would have been. It would have been the time of his album, Good Kid, Mad City. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Like you got to give. I stand corrected. Got to give that. So mm. maybe it was around that time. I've never heard a single. I've never heard an album by Kendrick. I've heard random scattered tracks. Yeah, sort of. Just I'm not really into that anymore. What? Him? Him? Yeah. Now you listen to all that shit that they play on um, <laughs> Hot Money Seven and crap that they, they churn out with Kanye West. Yeah. If there's a rapper with fake, if there's a rapper with facial tats, braids, and um. Like a codeine addiction, it's like the top twenty, like best of all time on your playlist. Oh, really, man? Like, we- uh, uh, look, <laughs> as we always argue every single time, you know, every time we talk about music, um, I appreciate the old stuff, your stuff, stuff you're interested in, and you you just think that this new stuff, which is now different. Is like sort of overtaking the old stuff. The that's old stuff's bullshit. still there. My luck, you can still go there and listen to it. That's bullshit because I embrace new shit. No, I've got don't. freaking Tory Lanez on my playlist, man. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, um, right. is he there? Nah, but I mean, if I feel like I'm in a mood of, you know, some, uh, you know, Chicago drill, I'll listen Fuck to off, it. man. I mean, they, they if I'm in the mood they... of something old, you know, and something something a bit, a bit of a bit more substance, then I'll go listen to it. I, I don't Why? see, I don't see the problem. You just getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, so why do we hang out then if I'm getting old? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ex- exactly, man. I'm older than your brother. All right? I, I ask myself the same question. <laughs> all right, okay, hang on, wait. Give you a formal introduction, all right? Um, yeah, why are you here? I don't even remember. I don't know, because you're either guest bailed and I'm yeah, like, yeah. A, I'm like well, a Hang on, hang on. I had another guest. I had two guests lined up for tonight, yeah? One was a new face, and he literally got his court dates mixed up. <laughs> I feel bad. I should play I should play the voicemail that he left me, man. And for all we know, this guy's locked up in a cell right now. That's legit. That's not even bullshit, and that's man. That's why he's not here. Legit. I had, I had a guy that I ran into. I hadn't seen him in ages. I'd run into him a couple of times over the last month. In like the most random places, I said you should come to a podcast. I know, I've known I've known him since two thousand and four or something, and I hadn't seen him in literally a decade. Now I ran into him like three times in, in a month, you know. And um, I met up with him on Friday. The guy had literally forty cents in his pocket till Tuesday, mm. and then he's like, "Yeah, I've got court hearing on Wednesday." 
and he called me yesterday. He left me a voicemail. I was getting to chat. He, while I was buying these head, uh, these stands, and he's literally just left me a voicemail. Man, I was like, got my dates mixed up, got all these appointments mixed up with like blah blah blah. I'll, I'll call you after the court case. Yeah. And that was today, man. And the call never came. So. <laughs> Dude, this guy could very well be in lockup right now. Oh, it's a legit reason to not be here, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I reckon add his add his voicemail in, man. You want it? Yeah, it'll be cool. Where's my phone? Oh, no, is that a breach of privacy if you record a, a voicemail? Nah, because, I mean, you know, he's not introducing himself with his name or anything, so... Yeah, I think he does. I can't remember. Nah, well... That's a good idea, though. I should probably get it. Just hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh! Is that the ATO? Nah! I got, I'll call it... I'm calling it back. Hang on. I just realized that I was. I meant to put this up as a post. My like, this is gold. Hang on. Check this out. Received message Thursday, two fifty-seven p.m. This is the final reminder call from Australian Taxation Office. Dear citizen, there is income tax violation been reported under your name through our ATO informant program. This is the final reminder to connect with ATO official to resolve yeah, tax debts and before. to avoid additional penalties <laughs> yeah. and subsequent arrest. To connect immediately, press yeah, one. To that. <laughs> yeah, look. That's fucked, man. Hang on. Oh, I just realised something. What? I'm a dumb cunt. It's on your other phone. Yeah, it's on my work phone. He's got my work number. That's the guy I was going to give him my personal one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that saved message, man. I was meant to record it. I actually just did. Just killed two birds with one stone. I didn't get to the other stone, though, but it doesn't matter. Uh, hang on. What the hell? I just got a message about, did you get your long service leave? I think people are getting paid out right now. Should I check? I wouldn't paid you dick. Nah, I'm entitled to it. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you're my broker, man. Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> it counts on zero, zero, man. <laughs> oh, hang on. Three, two, one. Let's try again. Yeah. Saved message. Yesterday, 10 a.m. Okay, it's me. I might be able to make it today. Everything's just crossed over all the interviews. Yeah, I stuffed up. Um, I'll bring you after court, all right? Sorry about that, mate. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> this guy giving you a buzz as he's walking in, so you know. <laughs> Literally, that's not even a joke. In front man. of the magistrate. That's not even a joke. I'm, I'm serious, man. I feel bad. Like, yeah. Dude, have you ever been to Weller Street in Dandy? Is that where the cop shop is? Nah. It's off, um, you know where Connections are? Connections, it's a social, work, social worker's building. Next to Pavilion. Next to the Pav. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, those, yeah. those royal buildings? Yep. You basically turn into that first street to, behind, to go behind yeah, yeah. connections. Yep. Go all the way down. It's a dead end. And yeah. It's just flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what about. Last left, man. It's just literally boarding boarding houses, man. It's pretty bad, man. It's fucked up. I actually hadn't been down the way in a long time, man. I went for a drive and I just, I, I parked my car in front of that building. Yeah. Looked around. As soon as I got out of the car, there were two dudes doing a drug deal. Yeah. One guy went one way, one guy went the other way. And I'm like, what the hell, man? Oh, well. <laughs> so I went for a walk just to. Kill some time because I told my mate it was going to be there. Yeah. And then as I'm coming back, this heavy was just walking towards me, just staring like, G'day, mate. He's like, Yeah, well, yeah. I'm like, Yeah, all right, man. <laughs> Got back in my car, moved my car to the other side of the street, like down the other block, and then walked back, man. You didn't want me standing out the front next to my car, shaking hands with some dude walking in and out of that boardhouse, man. Yeah. 
Welcome to our hood, huh? Yeah, well, it is, man. That, yeah. Dude, that place is what? A K from your house? Probably just over? Uh, maybe three. A couple Ks, uh, man. But Maybe three from mine? Yeah. If that? Yeah. Dude, it's not far, man. And then you know what's crazy, man? I noticed it the other day. It was probably, um, uh, what was I doing? Oh, I was driving somewhere to pick up a canvas in Endeavour Hills. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what separates Endeavour Hills and Dufton? You, literally those two suburbs. Where would you put them on the median price range for houses, man? Think about it. I mean, you're you're in the business. Um, median house prices. I mean, Dubton, probably you're looking at probably mid 400s. Yeah. What do you put um, Endeavour Hills at? Endeavour Hills would probably be about sort of uh, 520. You reckon? 540, 550 around there. What, yeah. for a two-bedroom? Uh, you know. Nah. A normal house, man, like a, a three-better. Dude, do you know what separates those two suburbs? A freeway off uh, a yeah. bridge. That's it. And you go, man, from Dufton, and you see these slum shacks, man, mm. like literally falling apart, and then you just go over the bridge, and it's like you're in suburbia. It's like the, something out of The Simpsons or Malcolm in the Middle or something. Yeah, it is. Well, you drive through there, and you just, just feel different, Dude, man. Once, shit, once you hit man. the welcome to Dufton, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking shit, man. It's it's sad, man. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it could be a good investment opportunity. <laughs> You know, it's looking at the plus, man. <laughs> um, it's your job, but still. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry, I didn't even get through with the formal introductions. Um, dude, you were pegged as an original guest. Mm. I had you in that short list of cunts. You, you're a young pup, you're, you're still a malaka, but at the same time, you do have a few curbs of wisdom. <laughs> you know. Hey, man, to be fair, dumb cunt, I literally hang out with you more than I probably see half of my mates. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm legit, that's legit. Yeah. That's, that's, not a, that's not a bullshit thing. Anyway, um, yeah, so <laughs> fucking one guy got locked up. Hmm. <laughs> um, you know when I stopped in um, Noble to pick up that extension cord? Yeah. Have you been in Noble Park after dark? Yeah, man, it's, it's my hood, man. That's yeah, but the shops, yeah, like the coal shops. Not I try to avoid it, man. I don't, <laughs> not know. the front side, man. Yeah. You've never called me to say I went to coals down the other side. You know what it's I mean? shit, man. Well, oh, okay. if I've got, you know, two other options... A couple more kilometers away. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive there. This this Coles is like barely stocked. Dude, that Coles is fucked. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'm surprised it's still... I haven't haven't done anything with no, it. No, they won't. They're waiting for to burn that fucking down, man. Yeah. Um I was gonna say <laughs> Do you know where I got that Calodio from? That fucking extension cable? I didn't get a Coles. Right next where? to it you got a signal. Oh, is that still there? <laughs> That's still open at this time. Yeah. <laughs> it was just after eight. Dude, it was peak traffic, man. There must have been like a hundred dudes in there yeah. lining up to buy um, what's it called, Rollies, man. Like uh, probably all they sell, man. Ones. Yeah, that's probably the bulk of their profits. <laughs> I remember that, man. They just they just sell the most random shit in there. <laughs> they don't have much, but it, like they'll have everything that you you would yeah, need. Anything you'd need at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Like, give me an extension lead, some pliers, a pack of tally hose, yeah. and a and a christening card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's it. crazy, man. No, it's fucked. And I, then I realized as I was leaving, there's another signal like literally five blocks down, man. Not even five blocks. Like there's a signal just after the post office. Before oh, yeah. Yeah, further down that way. Yeah. That's a signal as well. Yeah. Two signals on the same block. You actually know what, man? When I was at my barber last, uh, like two, three weeks ago, he told me that they've opened up, I think there's like five or six barber shops all along the strip mm. and hairdressing salons. Yeah. And there's something like two or three legal brothels on the main strip. Actually, I saw that one that you posted up 
that's just off the main street? Yeah. Opposite the uh, chemist warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one there. Yeah. And then in the further blocks closer to the bank, there's another one there somewhere. Wow. Next to the next to one of the barber shops. So that post that you put up, that notice, was that basically saying that we have now closed this down? I was saying that there was a it was a brothel and they'd shut it down. Like they'd be the council had become yeah. aware of it. Okay. Yeah. Well. How do you have to come up with finance for a brothel? I mean, dude, you're in the business. Okay, uh, heads up, Nathan is a mortgage broker. Finance, <laughs> not, finance, hang on, hang on. finance broker. He's a finance broker, and that's not how I met him. No, no, I'm serious. Yeah. We're practically family. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how I met him. He just happened to save me on some refinancing a year ago, so I'll give I'll give him his due. He hmm. knows what he's doing. I fully endorse him. I know what that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just quietly, how funny <laughs> how funny was it sort of how our, our business interaction came across? Funny. Well like one? Yeah, it was just like um Wait, as in when you hit me up for Yeah, just yeah, I can't remember what I was coming home from. I was coming home from something. It was late. It was like a Friday. It was you doing your Friday thing. Um, what's it called? In front of Mario's. Yeah, yeah always used to get a yeah. couple long necks in front of Mario's <laughs> down at, you know. Yeah, and um, I literally was driving home, and oh, what was I listening to? I, I remember I messaged you. Yes, I remember that. I messaged you something that I was... Li- I, I wouldn't uh, have it, it in my was, phone. It was probably Twister, I yeah, reckon. I was going to say, I, like I wouldn't have it in my phone because I, I literally... Upgraded all when I got back from Bali last year, so I lost all my text messages. I texted you the name of a song or something like that. I was just passing waivers. Yeah. And you texted back saying, where are I? I go, just passing waivers. You're yeah. like, Matt, I'm at Mario's, come down. That's how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, this, okay, on, this is testament to you, and I've said this to everyone that I've actually endorsed you to. Pull up, we're chatting for like 10, 15 minutes, and you ask me about my mortgage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just, I love how casually you said it as well. Like, what's going on with your mortgage? Like, I don't know. And then I gave you, you asked me what I was paying. You asked me what I made. Yeah. And then he's how trusting I am. I gave you all that information. <laughs> and then you said you could do better than that. Half an hour later, you sent me a, a, a preliminary uh, a summary. Yeah, I'm a few like, figures in your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, nah, man. Mm. But then, yeah, two weeks later, man, the money was in my account. Yeah. Yeah, because we're at your cousin's wedding. Yeah. And we're, ce- we're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, huh? No, not bad. Not, not bad at all. I found out I'd be made unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a week later, you got through, you got a year to go. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a good uh, a good customer outcome, as we call it. Fuck off, idiot. Where are you going, man? What do you mean, man? <laughs> I, I got your shit together, saved you some money, and everyone's happy. Everyone's happy? Yeah. I actually saw my old broker at a, a family function <laughs> a little while later. He didn't ask me nothing about my mortgage, man. Yeah. Like nothing. Surely, what happens if, if I change my loan? Mm-hmm. Surely you see the trick will come off your paperwork somewhere. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Would it, like, do you literally get like one of those big fucking emails that says, this guy has jumped ship? No, nah, no. Nah, so we, we, get a, <laughs> we get a monthly commission report, which um, it'll show like abnormalities kind of thing from the previous month. Okay. That makes sense. So if something drops off it'll just sort of have it down there and then there'll be like a sort of reasoning loan was paid out, loan was refined, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, So, well, that's just pretty much too late. They're gone. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, yeah, pretty, it, it, it's ruthless, man, because it's, um, yeah. It's, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, your, I your old broker would have seen that. Um, would he have seen like my name, like pop yeah. up as an abnormality? Yeah. Wouldn't it be in his best interest to like chase me down? But look, think about it, man. If if there's a uh, if if they've got hundreds of sort of loans and stuff, 
they're seeing this stuff happen all the time. Because yeah, you, you, you talk about the chances surely, of people. Surely sort you'd of, want to know. Something. I would, yeah. I, I sort of make that a focus of my business to try and keep existing customers happy and keep in touch and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's what sets you apart from other brokers? Yeah, because, I mean, um, it's one thing to do the deal and just walk away and then not sort of not speak to them again, which a lot of people sort of do. Yeah, yeah. But we do get paid ongoing per month for a reason. Actually, here's a question, man. I've never actually asked you this. Obviously, like, obviously we've talked about like work yep. and shit and I've seen your journey becoming, yeah, yeah. becoming a broker. What's the average age for a broker? Actually, that's an interesting question. I've never actually thought about um, it. It would be average age. Um, I read this somewhere. Uh, I think it's like late 40s. Really? Yeah. So as in, Mid to late 40s. If people see you pull up, like someone hits you up via website or Yeah, or they're, or like, they're like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. How do you counter that? <laughs> you just, <laughs> just sweet nuts. <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> That's um, a fucked up question. No, no, no. Honestly, man, because I actually, I hadn't thought about that. Because I get asked the same question with my, yeah, look, my work. I, I see it all the time. You're, I mean, you're, what you're doing is sort of the same. Um, you only really realize it. You're sort of in your own world doing your day-to-day thing, you know. You don't really yeah. notice it. But, you know, when you, um, when you sort of go to these conferences and professional development days, and that's where you see your... Yeah, other brokers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, your, your, your OPD days would be like your big sort of... Yeah, you get your lenders come out and talk to the brokers and stuff. And that's where, like, you know, where I always sit down and sort of look around and I'm like, fuck, you know, <laughs> like, you know, there's, yeah, I'd say late 40s, you know, 50s, like, because what you got to understand is, like, most brokers and stuff will go do 10, 15, 20 years in the corporate world. Yeah. Like, sort of the banks, mobile, mo- mobile bankers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lenders, whatever they may be doing. And then... You know, once they've got fa- like families and kids and stuff, and they want to be a bit more flexible with their hours and stay at home and stuff, they'll go into business because it does allow that flexibility. Actually, here's a question. I think we, we touched on it that last time we had. Actually, not the last time we had um Adiyale. It was one of the f- before that. It was just after the Royal Commission. Mm. I hadn't seen you for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see what happened? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought of you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel the government was as transparent as they could be in regards to that whole commission and everything that's going to happen? As in for the average person. I'm uh, guessing, I'm what, guessing, what do you mean, the impact on us or the impact just or like... The impact on the average cons- consumer and like... Do you know what I mean? Look... Because obviously you'd be... You'd have like some form of private information. Yeah, look, you know, basically what happened with the Royal Commission, you know, we're not going to go into big detail about it because we can talk about this for hours. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, to kind of think of it as like, you know, everything has a sort of unintended consequence. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, for instance, you know, commissions is kind of regarded as a dirty word in Australia, the way, like, commissions. Comms, yeah, comms, comms, man. Yeah, but, like, what, what you got to understand is that the way we get paid commissions and all that sort of stuff, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, it's not in the consumer's best interest and all that sort of stuff, and, you know, we're going to move them to a flat fee, we're going to pay them the same amount, we're not going to pay them like this, we want the customer to pay the broker and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they sort of had an idea as to what it would become, but then they sort of didn't factor in what that would do to business models and viability of businesses. Get rid of businesses and competition and brokers. Yeah, I know. You, you close the gap with these smaller lenders there. Well, they won't exist. It was sort of like, you know what, the reason why I'm asking is, is because all the shit that's happened in, with, like, say, in this country in the last six months, man, I reckon I mentioned it on the last recording I did, like last podcast last week. I feel like the elections came and went, mm. and... No one knows anything. No one knows any more than they did the day, the week before. Like, does that make sense? 
Like everyone's campaigning, right? Yeah. Throwing out there, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. None of it's stuck. I don't remember anything. Yeah, look, the actual the actual outcomes of the Royal Commission, which which costed us, do you remember the figure? Nah. Hang on. I can look couple. Up. Here we go. Estimated $75 million. Yeah. The $75 million Holy shit. Of taxpayers' money. Um, and, you know, I guess after all that, it went on for over a year. Hang on. $75 million, yeah? yeah? When did the Royal Commission start? I, look, it went it went on for over a year, so it would have started in end of twenty seventeen. Started in the twenty seventeen, okay. And we had the um, the plebiscite mm. <laughs> for the gay marriage vote. Yeah. The budget was one hundred twenty two million, and eighty point five was used. Yep. How much did we save for the royal commission? So two hundred million collectively. <laughs> what? <laughs> two hundred million, Malaka, mm. in twelve months. They spent two hundred million to do what, man? The gay, the plebiscite was. This actually pissed me off. Yeah, this really pissed me off, man. When it comes to gay marriage, you had in the in the face of um, Malcolm uh, Turnbull getting the boot yep. in his closing words, he was like, "It was our government that uh, got uh, the gay vo- uh, gay marriage uh, in." La 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 la. Yep. You know, it wasn't them. Their his government that got it in. His government just happened to be in power when the vote was passed. Yeah. They spent, you know, $80 million forcing the, the nation to vote on it in order for it to get passed. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. And his government fought it to the very end. Fucking, what was his name? Tony Abbott was fighting it. Yeah. That's $80 million there. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. What's the average budget for, like, you know, schools or something in, in Australia? Yeah. And the Royal Commission, what did they even get out of it? Uh, look, a big a big report, some recommendations, um, <laughs> a couple of CEOs. <laughs> You know, sort of lost their jobs, and yeah. a couple of bankers got fined, and all all that sort of stuff. And why would okay? What grounds did bankers get fined, and broke, and uh, big corporate boys got lost jobs over the Royal Commission? Uh, I was it was just due to like you know like uh, like unresponsible lending, and you know you, you heard all those sort of stories that you know the bank gave a retiree like ten million dollars, <laughs> and you know money that they couldn't pay yeah. back. It's like, well, you know, wouldn't you sort of think, how am I going to actually pay this back if I don't have a job or anything? Have you ever seen anyone go down in flames for that? I mean, you've only, I mean, how long have you been a broker now? Almost three years. Okay, three years. In three years, have you seen that? I know you've you've told me about like, I mean, pro, obviously, client confidentiality. You've never mm. given me names or yeah. budgets. But when we're just shooting shit, you've said to me how you've had some Yahoo come in yeah. asking for, you know, <laughs> yeah, I want a Beamer and I want a car in Turak, but I yeah, look, I live my parents own 300 bucks a week, you know? Look, in the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the first three years, which is which is quite a short career anyway, you know. Um, Kalada, it's not the end of your career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. maybe pending this release <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, you do get some people that if if I wanted to, and if I was that type of broker in person, yeah. um, you could get them a loan. It's it's not hard kind of thing, but they're not they're in a position to not get that loan. Like they shouldn't be getting that money. Yeah. But you can see why like some people you don't expect them to know like what someone can afford, what what they should be borrowing and all that sort of stuff. But some is it people, your job to teach them that? Of course it is, yeah. Okay. I mean I mean it's my job to obviously tell them what they can afford and what, what the bank will lend them. Yeah. Um but you know, for instance, you have you have someone that's self-employed showing eighteen thousand dollars on their tax return with four kids and a wife that doesn't work, <laughs> wanting five hundred k. You know, like it's that man. You know what? That actually brings up something. I was going to say. Um, actually, hang on. I want to find something first. Um, I had a mate. I had a mate that lived in. Oh, uh, my neighbour. 
And he was a financial planner. planner. Yeah. Did I have introduced... I think I might have given you his number for a while. Possibly. Um, Budget Australia. Is that accurate? Funding builds the government's commitment of $150 million per year. That's about right, yeah? Yeah. Education? Yeah. Um, all right. Dude, $150 million a year the Australian government spends on education. Yeah. All right? This financial planner, I remember when I asked him, because he'd gotten some job through like... Uh, some mob in the city, like some insurance mob, right? <laughs> and he was basically working as, um, like, my budget. You know, he had access to his clients' files. He would set up, like, a budget report, see what they're spending on, and just, limit, like, control their their outgoings, basically. You yeah. know, like, if, if he saw some abnormalities pop up, like, what the hell, you, you drop 300 bucks at a Repco, like, what the hell did you buy? You know what I mean? Mm. And he reported it back. My big thing, because, remember, I did the same thing last year, when you got me, when we were refinancing, yep. I remember I showed you my Excel spreadsheet. Remember? Yeah. And you're like, I mean, what would you tell me when I showed you this, this spreadsheet? Um, no, nah, I said it was like, you're obviously tracking everything. Yeah. You're doing good. Like you said um, you're, doing, you're doing better yeah. than most cunts out there. Most yeah. heads have got money coming out of everywhere. They've got no idea what they're spending yeah. it on. Right? So essentially, I did what a financial planner would do for me, and I set up that spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah? Dude, $150 million spent on education. Right? We... We just calculated $200 million spent on a plebiscite that we didn't need and a Royal Commission that probably we didn't need either. Yeah. Yeah? So already outweighing the, the budget for education mm. in, this, in this country. How many kids at school learn about financial planning? In high school, up to, up to year 12. None. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we have a, like, how does that work? Well, we spend time learning about calculus and uh, trigonometry. Mm. When was the last time you used calculus or trigonometry? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm a fucking audio engineer, and I've never used calculus or trigonometry. Yeah. That's, Pretty, uh, that's my point. There's a lot of things that should be taught in schools, obviously. You know, it's a, it's an ongoing oh, sort no. of debate and stuff. And but, getting a mortgage, your finance, handling your finances, not even getting a mortgage, like at that age, obviously, you know, you probably don't need to worry about that. But it's more so just doing that budgeting. Yeah, but that know. budgeting, man, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And I mean, obviously, let's, like, I look at it this way. Yeah, we've got like 10 years between us or whatever, right? Yep. Would you say you're, like... I'm safe for my generation, man, like people in my age group. So most of them know how to juggle numbers, but not not um, not with a sense of like purpose or savvy. It's yeah. more just like, okay, here are the bills. Let's pay them yeah. what's left. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, okay, we need to pay this much this week for someone. And usually they don't get that savvy until they actually move in with someone or they get married, get out of home. Yeah. And I mean, not even get out of home because- I mean, we're Greeks as well, man. So, you know, we get babied till they're fucking born. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never lived, never lived alone or never paid a... They never, never had a bill to their name. Never had a utilities bill to their name of any kind. Mm. Right? But do you reckon your gen- your generation is more aware? Like, as in financial... As in to be able to plan and all that sort of shit. Um, that's one thing I actually sort of realised at the start. Like, a lot of the, a lot of the younger people, sort of my age and, mm. and younger... Um, they're pretty on top of their stuff. You reckon? Yeah. I'm just, dude, I'm but it, but it, to it. But it, yeah, I mean, you got to keep in mind that these people, like these clients or they, whatever, these guys are, you know, know that they're going to go for a mortgage. Yeah. Know that they're going to try and buy this investment property in the short-term future. They don't know when, they don't know how close they are, and that's obviously when they, when they come and speak to me. Yeah. And then you really get them on track as yeah, to yeah, what yeah. they need, when they can do it and whatnot. Um, but if... But if they've got, like, half an idea as to what they may need or what they need to do, how much they need to save, most people are sort of pretty good. They'll have they'll, they'll pay their bills, they'll be saving, 
then you get the entirely the other extreme. Yeah. You know, that it's just like, you know, just little stuff like don't even care if the account sort of falls into overdraw and all that sort of stuff. And then just little things like that, yeah, that, that can be fixed very easily just Man. by just by shuffling their money around a little bit better. It fucking irritates me there when cunts pay credit cards off with credit cards, man. Like- yeah, I get that question all the time. You know, it's like... And, and it's like, yeah, you know, yes, you can do it, but what are you, what are you really doing? What are you really achieving, you know? Um, but it's, yeah, it, it should be taught. What do you reckon, what do you reckon is going to happen now with, um, I mean, you want to talk about finance on a world stage, yeah? Like you see what happened, like with the whole Mueller thing, yeah? Trump's stoking the flames now. You've got fucking him in, with the Saudis, you've got him with uh, Iran, him with the tariffs. People don't understand what tariffs are, man. That word tariff comes up like every single day in the paper. No one knows yeah. what the fuck's going on. Now they're talking about he's slapping tariffs on fucking Australia. Mm. How do you reckon all that's going to fuck us? Like the whole thing, like China going into a trade war with him, Australia's position in it. See, this is see, this is the shit that most people don't even consider. Mm. Like, you know, they say, oh, Trump can do whatever he wants. He gives a fuck, so nothing to do with us. Like, yeah, but he's starting a trade war with our biggest neighbor. Yeah, it's all it's gonna affect us in some way. It's, yeah, gonna, like, it's does, all gonna does that make sense? Blow on effect and all that sort of stuff. And that's legit, yeah. Yeah, where um, what people don't realize is that yeah, the, the states, um, China and stuff, they're just so much bigger than Australia. Obviously, you know, oh, in terms in terms of the economy and stuff. So we just, you know, we, we basically just cop it. You know, whatever whatever they do, <laughs> um, you know, we so see what, we see it through the do? Australian dollar and the, you know and all that sort of stuff. And so, what can we do? That's legit. Who, me and you? Yeah, us. Nothing. <laughs> Just bend over and take it. <laughs> but like, like you said, most people aren't concerned about this stuff because they sort of have that, you know, that thought, what can I do? I can't do anything about this. Um, but it's it's something to be aware of and it's, you know. What were you going to say to me today on the phone? You were saying something about burgled. Oh, you see, you called me up. Yeah. Yeah, what were you going to say? No, nah, because when you, when you first mentioned to me that, like, you know, I did the potty tonight, I was thinking, you know, well, you know, I feel like I've got nothing to say, you know, I've got no story or anything nah. like that. <laughs> and I was thinking, wait a second, like, how did I, if we go back in time, you know, as to how this, <laughs> this whole, you know, <laughs> thing yeah. started uh, with the business and I guess when I started speaking to you and all that sort of stuff and, um, you know, I was saying, yeah, the time we went for lunch at Burgled in, uh, yeah, I remember it because you ordered two burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Standard. You ordered two burgers. I'm like, relax, man. I'm training them. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I get it, but relax. Um, I think at that time, though, yeah, so I'd done the whole uni thing, you know, finished a couple couple courses, couple degrees and whatnot, you know. couple few, few pieces of paper. <laughs> you, know yeah. you make me feel really insecure like that, yeah, because I don't have a degree. I've got nothing close to a degree. So it's a piece of paper and a hex debt. That's right. I know, but people still sit on those degrees like they're everything, man. Never worked a day in their life. Waste of time. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Waste of time. Anyway, so we, yeah, we met up for lunch. I don't know. We're just, we're just talking shit as yeah. per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think you may have just asked me, it's like, oh, what are you doing, man? Like work and this and that. And at that time, I would have been working, like obviously my part-time job would have just finished uni around that time. And I said, look... Like, obviously, I just finished banking, finance, commerce, what, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I want to get in, but I'm applying for all these jobs, and I can't get anywhere. And I'm not getting anywhere. I'm getting the first interview, second interview, but i got no experience. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know about That's that. That's to work in a firm, right? Yeah, man. Just an entry level, like, um, whatever it might... It wasn't even mortgage-related. It was just anything sort of finance-related. 
whether it's just like some sort of admin Selling job. insurance or something. Not, not really sales like that, but, you know, maybe back-end office sort of processing loans or something like that. Not being a broker kind of thing. Yeah, doing from the, the, get-go. the fucking, yeah, the um, pleb work. I remember you just, you just went, you grabbed your phone. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you just grabbed your phone, you're like, sent me three names and numbers. Yeah, I, I can tell you now who those names were. I remember two of them. My, it would have been my old broker. It would have been my neighbor. Yeah. I don't know who the third one would have been. One guy was from CBA. I don't know if you remember who that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anki Bubula. I'm like, yeah. So you gave me yeah, three name names. You sent me three names and numbers. And I don't know, probably a couple of days later, I was just, you know, sitting on my desk and whatnot. I'm like, let me, let me, these, you know, <laughs> what these guys are all about. I picked out one of those names to call. And that was the broker. Okay. And yeah, called him. I go, hey, mate, um, I'm friends with Dim. <laughs> Gave me your number, you know. Um, said you're a broker. I want to, you know, I want to get a start in finance. You've um, been 21. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't 21. I was. No. Probably about 23, 24. No. Yeah. Impossible, man. Three years ago. Was that three years ago? Yeah. Why do I feel like it's so much longer? So by by that stage, you would have sort of hung out for like two or three years. Really? Yeah. Nah, man. I feel like that burgled date was really early on in the uh, romance. Nah. Might have been four years ago. 23, I might have been. Nah, man. Dude, honestly. I'm telling you, man. It couldn't have been. (laughs) Couldn't have been. Because I know the timeline of everything. This is like... Actually, hang on. I thought about this a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. That broker offered me the role of being a broker. And that was... That would have been 2014 or something. And you yeah. had, I remember seeing the note on your fridge. Yeah. Saying, he said the same thing to me. So when I called him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, we talk about him. Yeah. Fuck oath. Did you listen? Oh, I don't know. I can send it to him if you want. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, man. Um, Say whatever you want. You ain't nah, nah. Like he, he, um, what's it called? He pretty much sold it to me, you know, saying, if you want to do this, if you want to make this, if you want to work for yourself, I've just taken the rest of the day off, this and that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go, oh, yeah, yeah I'm like, oh, this, this sounds sick, you know, let me, yeah, it's not really like that, but he, but he sort of put a, he was, um, he was selling that Wolf of Wall Street angle on, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the best way to sort of, um, yeah, put it kind of thing. But it, but it planted like the seed, you know, like yeah, that was he, it. He sort of said the same thing to me. Um, and then he would have told me the same thing he told you. He said, all right, go off and do, yeah, this, this, certificate, this. something in before diploma online. Diploma, you know, it's yeah, piece it's, of piss. You know, yeah, not, not hard at all. Um, so he he sort of just gave me that little push to go and do that, and he said, once you finish those courses, call me, <laughs> and yeah. we'll go from there. That's more or less what my mentor said. Yeah, as yeah. Well. You, yes. you just never did it. Yeah, I did something else instead. And yeah. When I sat down with my mentor a year ago, he literally said, "Here's the courses. Go do it. When you do it, call, call me." me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's good. You need that because it's like, you know. It's just that little push, that little push you need yeah. to, to sort of, um, just to hear reassurance from someone that's actually in the, in the industry. Um, He's actually making money doing something that yeah, you're yeah. considering. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, went off, did the courses, you know, sort of did them in, you know, three, four months or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I'm like, all right, time to call him now. <laughs> call him. Not available. He was overseas. <laughs> Standard. He was in Thailand or something. Standard. Every time something I, like that. Yeah. It's always Thailand, Vietnam. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tried him again two weeks later. Again. Overseas, I'm like, that's a good lifestyle. Isn't it? Yeah, he's a he's a pussy man. Um, but anyway, then, like, I sort of just sort of uh, forgot about him, um, and then got in touch with a friend of a friend that put me in touch with a brokerage firm in Richmond. Yeah, and he said, go work for these guys. 
is this guy was like a one-man show, so I couldn't really work for him. He said, go work for these guys. You know, they employ 15, 20 people. Um, learn what you can as quickly as you can and then just leave and start your own thing. So went off, met with this guy that's got yeah. this firm, you know. But quickly realized that, learned what I could, get got a few contacts that I, I sort of needed. The rest was useless because yeah. you got to understand this whole commission-based businesses where they take a cut off you. Um, and taking a cut off your own business, say, Dim, you're my client. Yeah. I bring you in, you know, because I know you through family, friends, whatever. And they take, let's say, 25%. That's yeah. fine, yeah. But if I'm not getting value for that 25% that I'm giving away, yeah, what's the point? Yeah, 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 I get it. You know what I mean? Um, and the turning point was, um, yeah, I was putting in a lot of work and I sort of I, I designed like some flies and stuff. And I had one of my mates, you know, uh, help me and we went and dropped off 2,000 of these things in the area. 2,000 letterboxes. You did 2,000 letterboxes? Yeah. This is your business, right? No, no. This no, no, yeah, yeah. So this is where it hit me. Okay. So I had to obviously have their logo on there. Oh, what, with your name underneath? With my name being, oh, you know, I'm the broker, but okay, that's so their sort of, logo. So sort of like if you worked for, like, Ray White real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had your exactly face right. underneath. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then... I didn't know that. Yeah, me and my mate are like, uh... Because me and my mate knew, like, I knew that you can you can pay some old bloke, like, to drop them off. Dude, with, the, old la- the old lady does it. Yeah. She w- makes 25 an hour, basically. And they'll drop, like... They'll drop a 1,000 for you for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, I knew it's not the cost, right? It was more so, like, let's go out there and let's do it ourselves. Yeah, just to say you did it. So, one, we know they're being dropped yeah. where we want to drop them, and they're not getting, like, rolled into, like, all the other, you know, with, like, Junk 20 punch. other flyers. That, that, <laughs> Pizza yeah. Hut voucher. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Carpet cleaning for yeah. some random Indian. You know, so... Yeah, man. So, we're like, fuck it, you know, let's make a night. I think we dropped 2,000 in, I think, three or four nights. I feel like I would have been drinking if I was doing it. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Yeah, we did it at night. Like we had we had our hoodies on, right? So you can imagine like two guys with hoodies like going at each letterbox. Stubby. We went um, we targeted a few different areas, and it was funny because when we ended up at the um, it's funny when you look at different suburbs. So I think we ended up at um, when you get into like these states, uh, which way? Like waterways. Oh, okay, towards we, Chelsea. We went waterways. We went like. I think I used to ride my bike down there, man. Yeah, I've done so many. I mean, you would have heard it. How many podcasts I've, I've talked about me yeah. riding my bike down waterways? But it's funny how like the sort of the whole aura changes <laughs> oh, yeah. in the state. They're all looking out for each other. Yeah, they're every like, time I'd ride my bike, there'd be some old guy with a hose would be watching mm, me go up and down the street. We're, we're getting watched, like you know, by everyone that saw us. Like they'd watch us all the way down the street, you know, because they've got this whole neighborhood watch sort of <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> every other thing, no one sees shit. Everyone's running in opposite yeah, directions. Yeah. <laughs> you hear like an exhaust backfire. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> dives. Um, but it was sick. It was a good experience. And um, but then, but then it hit me, and I'm like, wait a sec. I'm sitting here putting in all this work, you know. Yeah. And I'm not even dropping my own company. Yeah. Uh, I'm promoting this guy. You yeah, know. I know what you mean. And and yeah, just the value that I was was getting back. Um, because you you know you can't be too greedy at the start. You know, like let's say you get fifty percent. Let's say it's a fifty fifty split. Yeah. Fifty percent of something is better than you know zero like hundred percent of nothing. Okay, hang on. Quick question. Yeah. The flies that you were dropping. Yep. Was your boss aware of it? Yeah. Like, I obviously had to run them. Like, you have to, you know, had to run the, the design past him kind of thing and say, this is what I'm going to drop. Okay. So, you had no problem with you doing that? Oh, he loved it. Did he finance any of it? Nah. This was all on your back? Yeah. So, your only motivation to do this is get more clientele. Yeah. And you don't even know if you're going to get that clientele. Yeah. Someone's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. Mm. Yeah, for, for sure. But is it? Because... No, no, no. I understand the point of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it burns, especially if you're 
just starting out mm. and you're spending, I mean, what 2,000 flyers get printed up for? Uh, let's say a couple hundred bucks. Okay, let's say it's a $300 investment. Yeah. And then how long did it take you to deliver everything with a mate? Uh, let's say all up, you know, 10, 15 hours of work. 10 hours of work? Yeah. Okay, times 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's a bit of money, man. Yeah. It's not just, you know, you're doing it for free. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it burns to know that you're putting in that much work. No one else in the, in the same firm would ever do the same thing. 100%. And you're making... And if you're even getting the clients yeah. coming in. And look, I sort of then thought to myself, All right, wait a second, let me put myself in the boss's shoes. Yeah. I've got this kid on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it, like, promoting my business for me. Yeah. My logo's there, you know, my, like, you know, whatnot. That's pretty sick. Yeah. You know? And I'm not even paying him a salary or no, a wage. No, it's a good way to, if you're <laughs> you know? a boss. But and, and, and any business that this kid is going out and getting, I'm taking a cut from it anyway. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So smart business model. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, not every every dumb cunt out there works as hard as you do. Nah, and look, businesses like that, right? Um, the, the biggest it was that, and then and then the fact that if I had brought you in as my client, yeah, I got you off the street, my mate, you're my mate or whatever. I brought you in, I wrote your loan, settled, done. Yeah. And then I left that company. Your loan would stay on their book for a minimum period of two or three years. Really? That's what their contract was. That sucks. And I was like. I'm like, where's my incentive to, yeah, to work? Yeah, at least for them. Yeah, you know, one month in, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do any business. I was yeah. sort of going out there and obviously meeting people and and getting sort of the relationships and connections going yeah. and 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 loans were stacking up and stuff, but I didn't want to put them through. But then I called my mate. Like I always go to him, the guy that did the <laughs> drops with me. I always go to him as like my, uh, you know, yeah, like my a- consultant. <laughs> but I always know what he's going to say. I was going to say, so you go to him for what? Finance, uh, nah, business nah. You come to me for all the other shit nah. <laughs> that needs nah, like... Nah, because I know he'll, <laughs> like, uh, he'll basically say what I want to hear. You know, not 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 saying that he's a, you know... I feel I feel insulted now. I feel I feel devalued. He'll, he'll say it as it is, you know, and I kind of know that, like, I just need someone to reassure yeah, yeah. it, you know, to me kind of thing. I go to yeah, just, just echo what you already... Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, call him. I'm like, hey, man, um, thinking of quitting, starting my own thing. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, done. I'll drive you there. Because <laughs> I didn't have my car on the day or whatever. Drove me to the office and, yeah, that was it. That's mad. I remember you were telling me that Wolf of Wall Street story about that guy with the sunnies coming into your meetings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, funny, funny that, you know. Um, but that business model that that, that old guy has created, in that business, yeah. it's like a it's like a quick turnover of brokers. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just bleeds also them. he bleeds them, gets their gets whatever like they pull out, and then yeah, because yeah, because um, keep in mind, yeah, I don't know if I ever told you this, but we've got to pay him for what the pleasure of working mentoring. Here. What mentoring? Aren't you getting your own leads? Aren't you generating your yeah. own work? Well, that's the problem. So then, what are you paying for? Yeah. So you're paying a fee. You're paying commission. Not really paying commission, but you're giving away a portion. You're, give, you're giving away commission. Yeah. You're paying a fee to be there. Yep. You're not getting paid a salary, and you're doing your own legwork, yeah. moving it around, trying to pull clients. Yeah. You can see why this business model, this guy makes a killing. Okay. Are there many business models like this? There is a lot, yeah, but some of them provide real good value for what the mentoring. I was going to say, is this a pr- the prospective form of employment for all like uni students, uni grads, basically? Um. In this game, it is, and in like in recruitment, I think it's the same as well. Recruitment, really? Yeah. 
I don't even look at recruitment. It, it's all commission based and, and all that sort of yeah, stuff. There's no, sal- comms, there's no right? salaries, no retainers, nothing Everywhere like that. Everywhere is you all know? KPIs and comms now. Because they sell it to you, you know, you see the seat ads and they're like OTE. Yeah. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I could put up an ad for my business now, like hiring a, a junior broker saying OTE 500k a year. Yeah, yeah. It means nothing. So how know? much do I actually yeah. make, man? So they're Sorry, smart. Bro. <laughs> they're smart, but it's not creating, it's not a nice business. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, I, I look at that business now and I look at that guy now as like he's just a bit of a, you know, taking advantage of sort of early yeah, early entrance to the business. It, it's not even that though, man. Every business model out there is just fleecing the sweat off like, you know, the, the, the middlemen and the, and the blue collars. Like yeah. me, man. I worked for nine years in a mob. We yeah, well, when you think about it that way, yeah, I guess it is. Think like, about it. Yeah. Like recruitment, yeah. Look at this way. Yeah, when I um, I did HR back in like 2003 and four, right? Back in my day, you weren't even in high school by that point, right? But I remember when after I finished, because I obviously looked at recruitment as a form of HR, yeah? And my first job was at that um, uh, event company. Mm. That was through an agency. And yep. that was when agencies were first kicking around. So 2004. Yeah. No one really knew what job agencies were. Like it was, you know, at that point, it was sort of still the old generation coming in. If you wanted a job in a warehouse, you just went to the door, knocked mm. on it, and said, "Listen, give me a job." Yeah. Now, at that point, is when warehouses started saying, "No, you got to go through the agencies." I went and signed up for this agency, and they said, "You've got to be employed with us and us only." Yep. You can't be with any other agencies. Yeah. And what if you don't get me work? Yeah. That won't be an issue. I'm like, <laughs> first job they gave me, I took it. Yeah. You know, I was in there on Monday for the interview. I started Tuesday, literally, you mm-hmm. know, and that that was, that's what it was. I got full time within, you know, I was there for, I think six months and then they offered me full time. Right. And I was there for, and I, I, the only reason I pulled back from full time is because I went back to school and did auto engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Nine years for one company. Mm. Never got picked up for full time. Yeah. Because they knew I worked. And it was to their benefit for me to just stay as a casual. Yeah. And it was my, it was in my favor for some portion of it, but a lot of it wasn't. Yeah. You got no job security. They hit you with these stupid, ridiculous targets, man, where, you know, they get you either picking boxes or whatever you're doing, they just turn the dial up. Yeah. So you're running it. Like you're, you're using a headset. So you listen to a computer talk all day. Yeah. You know, when I left, I literally had like this, you know, um, eureka moment. This like light bulb where it's like, I'm never going to have to listen to a headset, give me yeah. a fucking order ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was the biggest weight, man. I've never mm. felt this, this level of anxiety just lifted off my shoulders. Anyway, but, you know, it gets to Christmas and stuff and they just sit there and they talk about, oh, we've hit targets and yeah. biggest, you know, biggest grossing year for Christmas and KPIs have been smashed and all this sort of shit. If we're lucky, we get a sausage sizzle, mm. which I refuse to have by the end of it. The last six years there, I, I didn't touch sausage. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, I think you were saying, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. The, it was it was the gold coin donation yeah. for something, and I cracked it. I go, fuck <laughs> that. I, go, I haven't got any gold coins. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> I don't have any gold coins. So I didn't need it. And then this Greek panel beater used to work with me. He's like, I'm not taking none of their sausages. What yeah. are you talking about? Because what have they done for you there? Nothing. Mm. They're going to make me dance for a sausage. I'm breaking my back here, picking boxes. I can get fucked. Yeah. Change my opinion on everything, man. So keep your sausages. Give me a full-time job. You know what I mean? But that's the point. Yeah. Managers, operations managers, shift managers, all hit their KPIs on the sweat of blue-collar workers mm. who are like just thankful to have a job. Yeah. Run into the ground nine, ten hour days, six days a week. 
extreme conditions, shift manipulation, irregularity, all that sort of shit. Deal with it. Who get, yeah, who gets the bonuses? The operations managers never but laid you, a finger in You'd that. be surprised, man. Like, obviously, because I see a lot of people doing different kinds of jobs and, yeah. you know, and all that. And, and the casual and contracting and, you know, subcontracting and all that sort of stuff is, is becoming more and more popular now. It's like, it's... Oh, it's, it's the only way. You know, you're seeing less and less just full-time employees, you know, like salaried employees. But a lot of these people that are casual, you know, I guess the ones that are getting somewhat regular hours... Yeah. Actually, you know, I guess they're so small-minded that they're like, casual's good because they get paid more per hour. I know. What they obviously don't realise is, you know, the reason for that loading is that you don't get the um, the benefits of it's, obviously your super. And, it's know, really not that much more, man. It, it, it actually more, works out. It's, it's Look, if you do the maths, man, because I did it, right? 30% loading. I think uh, depends who you're with. Depends on what award. Depends what industry. Like that all changes. But yeah. if you take away your ten days sick days for the year, yeah. your two two and a half to three weeks annual leave, uh, public holidays that you'd normally get paid for sitting at home, sitting on your ass as opposed to working. Yeah, it works out to almost exactly the same, man. Yeah, of course. You're basically just paying yourself your own holiday. Yeah, but you know you don't think like that. You just think mad money in my pocket. I'll be working forever. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's fucked, man. But I do know that Fair Work and all them are sort of coming down now on these companies where it's basically just a shell model. You know what I mean? It's a sham contract. They're calling it sham sham mm. contracting, where they're forcing people to work, you know, contract after contract. They're, they're casual workers, and they're not getting the remuneration they deserve. Like, they're starting to come down on it. Yeah. Because it's just come to that point. It's taken 10 years, 15, for the industry to get to that, that point. Yeah. Like, even now, I was applying for jobs, man, just still in warehousing. They all said that everything that they were saying to me, like they're looking at my resume and basically creaming their pants and yeah. saying, where do you want to start? When do you want to start? I'm like, well, we're doing what? And they're throwing the team leader roles at me. I said, so what's the, what's the pay rate like? And like, look, it's, you know, this, this and that, but within a month, you'll be a full timer. Mm. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, she goes, that's what we do. Like a lot of, a lot of the agencies now are sort of on that, they, they've turned the trend because they realize they can't attract anyone anymore by just forcing them to work these repetitive jobs. With no no point, you know mm. what I mean? It's not in the interest to have people on their books forever doing shitty jobs. There's sort of a lot of them more progressively minded. Yeah, I mean, it's the power of big businesses. Yeah, do what they want, really. <laughs> you know, we'll get there one day. You reckon? Uh, well, I reckon it's going to collapse on itself if global warming doesn't kill us before that. Now let's not start on that. <laughs> <laughs>